Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning back, steps up, heaves one down the middle of the field, into the end zone, and Nix makes the catch for the touchdown! He went up with the big hands and caught it on the Hail Mary on the final play of the half. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Now let me welcome everybody to the Wild Wild West. Just kidding. We're uh, in New York, Hudson Square downtown so a little bit after one in the morning at least it's march though march 1st it's the first of the month keith mcpherson on the fan i was born on the first of the month i am two months away from being older but i'm getting older every second i realize that there's no going back anywho i said i wanted to talk yanks and uh I read this article today that I just went back to from my notes, right? You, you remember at the end of this terrible 82 and 80 season that, man, later this month, like the Yankees will have a new record. They'll be 0-0 and we can start talking about what they'll be this year and we'll stop talking about 82 and 80. But if you remember correctly, the Yankees talked about auditing themselves. And the Yankees talked about uh, having a third party audit them. Well, that never happened. They didn't actually run an audit on themselves. But also, Aaron Judge spoke a lot about changes he wanted to see happen, and they couldn't duck Aaron Judge. There is no ducking the uh, 6-7 captain. What Judge wants, Judge gets. So much so, he gushed over having Alex Verdugo, a guy that he's had his eye on for quite some time, and he had been preaching, hey, we need to bring that guy over here. Got him. You know, he also said uh, Juan Soto's the best hitter out there. They got him. And a couple other pieces. Marcus Stroman, we heard he was instrumental in Marcus Stroman becoming a part of the team. Well, he also was instrumental in this. Meet the MIT physicist that the Yankees brought in to fix the analytics disconnect. So if you remember, Judge was talking about, you know, there was an issue with like the numbers or maybe too many numbers or not the right numbers or how they were conveyed to the team. How the analytics came from upstairs to downstairs on the field and apply to help the Yankees out. So I'm reading this article, and basically it talks about how uh, this guy just ran into Judge. Judge gets to talking to him, and now he's hired to help the Yankees out. So let's see. His name is Aaron Leanhart. He's a former MIT physicist, 
and he's the Yankees' new major league analyst who will be in charge of funneling analytic information to the players. So last month when the Yankees' captain had gone to the club's player development complex for a late-night workout, he wanted to get some hitting in and work on a few things. And uh, this guy, Aaron, Aaron and Aaron, there's so many Aarons in Yankee land. I guess he was just trying to get some food. Uh, the former MIT's physicist's quest to find some food during his own late night at the facility turned into an hour or two talking with Aaron Judge, laying the foundation for this important relationship. So now there are pictures of this guy with a Yankee hat on, a shirt on, a Yankee shirt on, a pencil, uh, a coffee mug, and I guess he's uh, somewhat of a coach going to work. And Judge is excited about it. And there's also a picture of him talking to Cole. So I guess he is the middleman. He is the liaison. And uh, let's see if we're, there's some. He's definitely the smartest guy here. He hasn't shown off his Nobel Peace Prize yet, Judge said. I think he'll save that for a good meeting or something. So, all right. I guess they needed the analytics coming down from Michael Fishman and company to be translated. And now they have a translator. 877-337-6666. Andy is down in Freehold, New Jersey. Andy, you're on the fan. Yo, Keith, what is up, man? You know, one more hour less now, like 40 minutes. I heard that little Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, reference earlier, man. I it's love it. It's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up. Month. <laughs> you are the best. I mean, this FAN is so lucky to have you, and I'll tell you real way, and then I'll get to my point. You can relate to the, the young kids, like young Josh. I don't know if that kid's 10 or 16, but then the old heads <laughs> who are like 70, 80 years old. You re- That's why everybody loves you. Life experience, man. It's just I've, I've been some places and done some things, and I've been around all kinds of ages and races and religions and backgrounds, and I think that comes through. Yeah, and I think that's cool because, you know, all the all the hosts are great, but you, I think we get to know you, you know, on the personal side with your kid and you at the stadium drinking beers, and it's kind of a personal side, and it's very relatable, which is good. really, really a good thing, man. Um, but anyway, back to my, my couple Yankee points. Mm-hmm. I got to make my, my bet. Yank's going to win 94 games this year. I think the over-under is around like 92, 93. So, yeah, they got to get 94. I would love to see Aaron Boone in the last year of his deal get another 100-win season. He should have had it in 2022. Yeah, all right. Well, my book, Freehold, I know you you know lived in Monmouth. You know where Freehold is. I of course. Think. Did you go to Burr so or did you go to Township? Well, I live here now. I grew up in East Brunswick, right outside okay. of New Brunswick. Yeah, I but always ask Freehold Heads, a Freehold Township School District. I know there's also Howell over there, but, you know, it's Borough or Yay. Township. I know. It's like, you know, everyone takes such pride in either, you know, whatever yep. side they fall on. But, um, yeah, so my the Freehold Sportsbook, they have it at 94 and a half, but. You know, I think okay, that number has gone up because I think it, it started off like 92, 93. So now you're, you know, some sports books have it at 94 and a half because we're looking at spring training and they're probably saying, hey, these guys look a little different. They got some dudes. They got some dogs. They got some some dogs is right. Um, all right another point, too, man. I know you have some guests on. Dude, what about getting Willie Randolph on? I know. I feel like 
you know, he's an old head and, you know, ex-captain. And I feel like you and him would, I know you, you know, you've met him. I, I yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I could text Willie right now. Um, I feel like that would be so cool, man. You too, man. I got to run into Willie because I think yeah. when I first met Willie, I too quickly was like, come on my radio show, come on my radio show. And Willie is an OG. Willie doesn't do OG. too much. He's down there in spring training. And uh, yeah. I potentially have something in the works with him, and I know where to find him once we get back into the stadium. I will ask Willie when I see him face-to-face if he'll do me a solid and join me on the fan. And I think if I ask him face-to-face versus shooting him a text, like, hey, can you come on at this time or whatever, I think if I ask him during the season, he will. Because he, you know, is such a great player, great offense. He's the man. He's, cool. he's a man. I feel like he does not get enough of, like, like the fact that he is a captain, former Yankee captain, um, and even the fact that he's got both Mets and Yankees ties, like we leave him out sometimes. Like we don't, we don't give That's him enough right. shine. Yeah, and I feel like you know, I know there's thirty, forty years age difference, but you're like the Willie Randolph of of you're like cool, like you know, you, you're not a showboater. Like Willie was never a hot shot. You know, he did his job, he got it done, well loved. So I always try to relate to you as like the Willie Rand. I appreciate of, of, of it. High praise. Game. I've been I've been called uh, Francesa like. I've been called Willie Randolph like tonight. And to think I was driving here, I'm like, man, I shouldn't have taken that second nap. I'm gonna suck tonight. I'm loopy already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right, and then I'll leave it on this note. Um, a food question. So I was down in Eatontown the other day, and I was thinking of you because I know that. He's an older dude. He calls you once in a while. I think he might work the night shift at the White Castle. Yeah, Dwight. Down. So, all right. Let's go you back. You stop by to get a crave case? <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you this. <laughs> if you had to make a choice, and I don't want to insult your, your White Castle friend, but you're out on the town. You've had a bunch of beers. You're coming home. Do you hit the cluck you, or do you go to White Castle? <laughs> it depends who I'm with. Depends who's driving. You're with the uh, boys. You're with the boys. Yeah. Uh, Cluck U, I didn't go to as much, uh, but we did order from there at Monmouth University because they could just slide down 36 and um, uh, deliver to us. White Castle, I feel like I was in the backseat of a couple cars, skied, and people were just pulling up to the drive-thru like, yo, what do you want? Like, bro, just get the whole Crave cake. Yo, give me some fries. I'll take a a chicken burger too, bro. Just get everything. Oh, and a large soda. Dude, I love it, man. That is that is funny, man. See, this is why you're the best because you can talk, you know, baseball. You're, you're getting into the Devils, and then we're talking White Castle, man. This is why you're so lovable. It's been years, but I have some memories of pulling up to that drive-through on Highway 35 across from the mall. Because <laughs> they were, you know, I had some friends that they would get as faded as they would get as high as they could get, whatever. And it was yeah. just, they were dead set on, we got to go to White Castle. Like, they would start drinking that night knowing the night would end at White Castle. And I'm just like, all right, right. fine. One, one eye open, one eye open, and, and you still want the castle, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> yes, oh, sir. man. All right, brother. All love to you, man. You got a, a, a big-time listener over here, and uh, I'll call you soon. Thanks for the call, Andy. Yeah, one of my boys hit me up today because i was posting on my instagram about uh you know i I have this app called time hop as we talk about social media and uh how it's not good for you but time hop is a great app because it goes back in time and shows you what you posted on social media so 
I had 12 years ago, you know, I was on my friend Joe's radio show at Monmouth University as a guest. And then I also posted my emails with Barstool, uh, basically getting Barstool to to bring the Barstool blackout tour to our school because they had said that there was no venue. And I literally told them the venue to do it at. I'm like the Stone Pony. And I have an email where they ask, they ask, how far is the Stone Pony from the school? Like, come on, bro. It's not that far. Asbury Park is right down uh, 71 from Long Branch where the school is. And I kind of helped broker that deal. But uh, then one of my boys hit me up, um, one of the bleacher creatures that I, and I don't know. I guess he didn't know that this was like an obvious question. My boy Trav, Trav, if you're listening, he's like, yo, you ever been to Nelly's? I'm like, come on, son, 100 times, probably 200 times. Nelly's? Nelly's is like, and I know Rutgers people know the fat sandwiches, and I can't think of the places at Rutgers when we were faded to go and get the fat sandwiches, but Nelly's was like our fat sandwich place where you can go and get a sandwich that's got mozzarella sticks, chicken fingers, french fries, lettuce, tomato, hamburger meat, turkey, whatever you want. Like Nelly's was a place where everybody would just be uh, late at night on one, and (laughs) I just like... I remember I haven't been there in, in in years, but I just remember so many run-ins with uh, different people at places like that. At Monmouth University, it was like you go to White Castle, Cluck U, McDonald's, or Nelly's, and McDonald's and Nelly's were right next to each other. Let's go to Matt in Milford, PA. Hello, Matt. What's going on, man? It's nice to talk to you again. How you doing? Hanging out, taking calls, talking sports and life and college and whatever else you guys want to do. I know. I was listening in, man. You are definitely – it's funny. I get nervous when I call in. I don't know why. Don't, don't, no don't. Sense. Nobody can see you. You're they like, can hear you, but you're good. You're good. I know. I know. It's just strange. I just – I totally get nervous when I call in. But, um, you know, you're definitely likable. You know, I'll, I'll top what you just said before about Willie. I was going to, you know, I heard these guys talking earlier tonight about um, about Steph Curry. You're almost like the Steph Curry, like where you're just like, you're likable no matter what. I got to like, sign like, off, man. You guys are, you guys are giving, you guys are giving me too much love. I got to go home and read Twitter and Reddit and Facebook and read all the people I that mean, hate my guts. <laughs> listen, I know like, you know, you know, athletically, clearly, you know, whatever you're, you were definitely a good athlete. But you know Steph Curry is another level. But anyways, you know you're a good dude. It's always good hearing you, and especially when I'm working long hours and whatever. You know. Yeah, okay. I'm here for you, man. There, uh, trust me. Like I was saying earlier, I'm like I go to sleep around three, four a.m. My son is up in the six to seven o'clock hour. They start doing construction. They're literally building a house right outside my apartment window at eight o'clock. Bang, oh, bang, bang. So it is impossible for me to get a good night's sleep. And today I took two 30-minute naps. I had one at like 1.32, and I even tweeted it out. And then I had another one like 7, 7.30 before the game started. And I'm like, I was so tired. I was like, I shouldn't have taken that second nap. But here I am. I'm full of energy now. <laughs> well, how old? how old now? My son will be 11 months on the 13th. All right, well, it gets easier. Don't worry. It already got, has. It already has. I, yeah, I mean, it starts getting easier as time goes. You know, mine's three and, 
and I got one about Tardy. God bless you, man. I cannot wait to see what my kid All is girl. like at, at three. All girl? Wow. I, yeah, dude. Girl, I'm having the thought in my head now. I'm like, <laughs> maybe I want a girl because I do want him to have a brother or sister. And I, and I think he needs a brother to bully, but I'm like, maybe I want the experience of having a girl because I think I'm done after girls the next game. Girls are great, I must say. Definitely, you know, they're so sweet. Definitely great. But, uh, yeah, man, Yankees, uh, like I told you last time, I, I've had, I definitely fell off with them a bit, but, you know, they're, they're looking good. They definitely made some good moves. I think they should definitely be doing some stuff. Um, funny i was listening earlier today like i'm figuring if, if rogers goes down like with jet luck they'll blow out the other freaking leg and you know the next season will be over at least this year we'll have a good backup but there's uh there's it's crazy actually i never even heard of this treatment but they're using stem cells have you heard that for for injuries still there Sorry, stem stem cell treatment. Yeah, I've heard of of stem. What you're saying for his Achilles? Yeah, they're using that for to grow onto bone, onto tendon. Sure. Instead, uh, there's a a doctor. uh, We're we're in the future. I don't know. I'm sure. I don't know if I Google Aaron Rodgers stem cell treatment. There's probably something more advanced than I really even know. No, that's that's what he didn't have. But I I thought it was pretty interesting. I heard it tonight. Where it wasn't on on uh, sports radio, but. You know, the next next level, man, you just get some stem cells put in you. That's why I'm surprised you don't hear more of these guys doing. They said Paul Gasol. Historically, like, Aaron uh, Rodgers was never hurt. Historically, Aaron Rodgers is one of the most available guys. So the oh, hope has to be that his Achilles heals up, he has more time to work out, and he's able to hold up through 17 weeks next season. But you got to have that, that insurance plan. You got to have that backup quarterback this year. Oh, uh, yeah. We're definitely Jets fans, so, you know, that's just how it goes. Just kinda can't let it happen wow. twice. Can't, uh, <laughs> no, can't, can't have that happen twice. No, man, I'd like to see, I'd like to see the stash. I was saying it all last, all off season last year. Bring on the stash. Bring him over. We should have had him this year, and it would have been a good insurance plan. It would have, you know. Minshew finds a way. Minshew magic is real. Yeah, he pops in there and can win games for you. I know. If they had Minshew with the defense that they had last year, I mean, hopefully this year, you know, every year is different from year to year. Contracts, and, you know, you never know who you're going to lose and how, you know, how it's all going to pan out. I mean, they got good pieces, but it's uh, just hopefully the brass make the right decisions. History tells us a lot of times they don't. It's scary. That line is yeah. Yeah. And you can't have anybody that's too good now because it's the Aaron Rodgers show. You don't want to have somebody that's too young or too athletic or. <laughs> I don't know. You think they're going to bring on Bakhtiari, bring his boy over? Or no, I think that I, I, you got to go younger. You got, and he's got injury history. You got to go younger. They have so many opportunities here in the draft and free agency to like put the line together, get a good offensive line, Matt. Thanks for the call. I'm just running out of time. Before we go to the next break, I'd like to go to Sherry in Manhattan. Hello, Sherry. Hi. Hi, hey. Keith. Hey. Uh, avid listener here. I just love the station. I love all you guys, but I'm a late night owl, and I often listen to you. Thanks. Well, every Thanks night. for calling in. All right, so here we go. The caller right before me, he said he has girls. Yes, and three. And he said girls are great. 
so this Jerry Jones from Texas, um, I wondered if it ever occurred to any of your callers. I know they're real like He-Man guys and into sports, but this young lady, uh, Alexander Davis, her father that was married to her mom is not her genetic father. So did it ever occur to any of you that she might just want to know who her dad is? And just want love and to be claimed, want to know about yeah, him. Yeah, and to not be a secret and not have to hush. And now that she's an adult, she's gone through her whole life of like, I think I look like this guy or I think this is my dad or there's stories that this is my dad. And the money's not enough. The, like the pain and the hurt. And like you said, like, uh, yeah, I, that is uh, I'm glad you called to say that because that is the other side of it. Right. Um I'm not it's sure. her dad. It's her dad. The mom and, and the Cynthia was her mom. They were going out, and it's not the money. He's been giving the money, but maybe girls are more sensitive. They look up to their daddies. I hope all the guys listening know how much women and girls worship their fathers, and they model their future relationships after the ones they have with their daddies. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all you guys, you know, I'm not saying you, but you know, everybody's like, ah, the money, the money, you know. But no, right? She like, might oh, they really got paid. Want Isn't that enough? No, it's not enough. Uh, it's not. I enough. mean, think of it. If it was a, a, a boy, he'd want to know who his dad was. Yeah, look at Stephen Jones right next to Jerry Jones running the whole Dallas Cowboys operation with his dad. <laughs> there you go. There yeah. you go. So give her the benefit of the doubt until we find out the results. Great call, Sherry. Thanks for weighing in on that. See, sometimes you need a woman's touch. Sometimes you need a woman to call in and say, hey, fellas, you're not looking at this the right way. I was. Really, I'm looking at it as a Dallas Cowboys fan. I don't use the word hate, but I hate Jerry Jones. <laughs> I just like, I picked the Cowboys when I was a little kid, and they were winning Super Bowls, and I am convinced that this Joker is not winning a thing and that he's probably 100% scumbag. And uh, this one story that we're hearing right now, there are probably some other things. And there's some things that I've forgotten about Jerry Jones. Wasn't Jerry Jones on South Park like some 10 years ago? They were making fun of Jerry. Let me look up that South Park episode. I miss watching South Park. That used to be something I used to do in college a lot as well. But, yeah, you know, back to the whole thing um, with daughters, man. I have a son, and when – when I when I heard over the phone, it's a boy, I ran and jumped on the bed. I felt like I won life. And, like, to see what my son looks like now and how he is, I'm so – like, today, he – like, he's, he, he can't walk yet. But he's already, like, athletic and has strong legs where, like, I have my keys hanging on this, like, key hook. And he's just infatuated with them because the, the keys have keychains and my, like, ID to get in here. And I usually double hook the keys so he can't reach when he's crawling on the ground. And today he crawls over there and he uses the wall to prop himself up and he stands up and gets the keys. And I'm like, I never saw you do that before. I even took a picture of him and sent it to my wife. I'm like, look at this guy standing on his two feet using the wall to hold himself up so he can get the keys. Like he's, he's advancing fast. And I love my son, but I'm like, I know for a fact if I had a daughter, um, I'm beat. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to have any money, whatever she needs, whatever she wants. 
I will be uh <laughs> I will be at the uh beck and call of my daughter. I will I'm already like that with my son, but I'm like a little girl. I can't imagine having a little girl looking at me and looking up to me as her dad. Like that would be ridiculous. But I'd also like to see my son get a little brother to bully on and I just also want to be in the backyard hitting ground balls to them and throwing footballs to them and having them to try and face me in basketball. That's that's a dream. That's uh, you know, that's something I hope to to get to. And going back to what I was talking about before, right? I was having these thoughts today. I'm like, man, I don't get here without staying with my wife. I don't get here without staying with the girl that I met in college that was down for me, that trusted me, that believed in me more than friends, more than family, that like people literally said things to my wife like you could do better than him. (laughs) Now she has the last laugh. People literally said things to my wife like, what do you see in him? Judging me, obviously, without really knowing me. And she just always kind of shook her head like, nah, like he's smart, he's talented, he loves me. And, like, I'm going to see it through with him. And so much so, we're married three years, but we had been together so many more years before that. And uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I remember being around some of the homies and some of the girls they were with five, ten years ago. And they just aren't with these girls anymore. And I'm not going to ask. I I mind my business, man. I don't ask people questions. You know, my my wife even says that about me. She's like, you never know anything about your friends. I'm like, because I don't pry. She's like, Keith, you don't know about their relationships. You don't know about their jobs. I'm like, because I mind my business, yo. Like, I don't I don't gossip. I don't have those conversations. She's like, well, how am I supposed to know anything about them? Though? I'm like, you're not supposed to know. But when I see you posting publicly on Instagram, happy birthday to this girl. And I'm like, oh, that's your new girl? But what happened to such and such? Or you out to dinner with this chick? I'm like, what happened to your old girl? Did you cheat on her? Or did you swipe right and find a new chick? Or did she cheat on you? Or like, or did you catch her? Did you did you go through her phone? Like, man, we are in a time now where that's just what it is. You know, even me, I I I have my DMs closed, so chicks can't slide in my DMs. And and I don't think chicks would even try and shoot their shot. Because I'm obviously, like I said, I've been with my wife. I'm a married man. I have a child. Like, be a waste of your time. Um, and I've been hit on. And I've had chicks approach me. And, you know, I don't I don't brag about it. But I've never struggled in that department. Like, never had a hard time finding girls to date, uh, be around, whatever. But, man, Instagram. Like, it's like the algorithm. I started, because I'm, I'm trying to get in good shape. And then this is what I'll say in this last minute before we break. 877 877- Three three seven sixty six sixty six. I'm trying to get in shape, and I'm in shape, but I'm trying to get in shape like I was, like five years ago when I went to Coachella. I was I was ripped. I also was unemployed. I had plenty of time to work out, but like the summer's coming up. It's March now. I want to I want to like look the part, not the radio host part. Like boy, dad, no dad bot. I want to be Jack. So what I found is Instagram, there are a lot of accounts that give you workouts to do in your home, dumbbell workouts, stuff to hit in the gym. And I started saving all of these workout posts. And that triggered something in my Instagram algorithm to start showing me all of these girls that go to the gym in spandex and they're bent over and they're showing their whole bodies or whatever. So I'm like, why am I getting all these girls? But then I'm looking and 
you know, I'm married, but I'm also heterosexual. And I'm like, damn, these girls are fine. I'm like, look at all these girls. I'm like, yo, this is bad. I'm like, this isn't healthy because what it makes guys do is start looking at all these really attractive girls on Instagram. And then your mind starts to make you think that those girls are available to you. And like, in a way, that's how that's like the first step in like infidelity and like cheating on your girlfriend or wife, whatever, like you're scrolling through some girl on Instagram's page drooling all over it. And I've caught myself starting to look at this. I'm like, no. And I know how the Instagram algorithm works. So I'm like, all right, let me click on this. Like, as I'm looking at it right now, like, let me click on this uh, news about the 49ers instead. And they'll give me more stuff about, all right, let me click on this Dak Prescott news right here. And they'll give me more of that. But like it, it started because I started clicking on gym stuff and they started showing me girls in the gym and then these Instagram models and this and this. And I'm like, man, this stuff is all bad. 877-337-6666. I got about 23 minutes left. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not done. A little bit more left. CeeLo is coming up next, filling in for C-Mac. C-Mac, Big Mac, will be on the midday, filling in for BT, I believe. So you'll get Sal and C-Mac. And uh, CeeLo will come in here in the next 20 minutes and do his thing. I know I was talking a little bit about Monmouth County. CeeLo also is from the area. He can talk some about that if he chooses, if he, if he would like to. 877-337-6666. I was trying to figure out why Jerry Jones was on South Park. And the behind the scenes that comes up from SouthPark.com is saying that uh, Jones appeared in Moss Piglets. And it was in reference to reports that he notoriously... In reference to reports that the notoriously conservative Jones had been trying to force out Commissioner Roger Goodell over the national anthem dispute, claiming that forcing players to stand for the anthem would be the only solution to the declining attendance and viewership for football. You know, like South Park. Uh, what I love about South Park, uh, <laughs> 
Like they used to they used to tackle like issues right as they were happening. Like right as things were developing, they're like, let's make a cartoon about it. And we're so far from like the NFL and the whole like kneeling during the anthem and like Colin Kaepernick and all of that. But I remember even in that episode, they didn't depict Jerry Jones in a good light. Jerry Jones always has some type of scandal and uh, controversy around him. Remember remember when that video, or not video, couldn't have been video. Remember when the picture surfaced of Jerry Jones and uh, I guess they were trying to, um, oh man, there was like, now I gotta find this up. There's like one or two black students. I guess they were coming into the school and like that popped up and like Jerry Jones was in the back of the photo. 1957 photo from Little Rock, Arkansas. Jerry Jones, owner of the Dallas Cowboys. They're not winning anything. They're not winning a thing. So you ain't gotta worry about them. You just gotta worry about them through the uh Through the regular season, Giants fans. Anyway, all right, let me take my calls, and uh, I'm going home, and I'm going straight to sleep because I got to get up in the morning, drive back to Monmouth County, uh, get a cut, pick up my sister. Shout out to my sister, Dee Dee Taylor. Her nickname's Dee Dee. Don't ask. It's a long story. She's in town from L.A. She's got to come up here to do an event in the city, so I got to go to sleep, which hopefully I can sleep. Drive home. Drive back up and then rock a Friday night show. And I've been off for a few Fridays, but I wanted this Friday because I'm going to a wedding over the weekend. And I was just laughing with Fleegs about how, like, I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like, guys are different than girls. My wife is always like, how do you not know your friends' occupations, their significant others, their girlfriends, their families? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, we don't talk about that. I just um, and my brain doesn't have the capacity for everybody's like backstory and where they work and how they met. Like it's it's insignificant. I I treat everybody the same. Hey, how you doing? I treat everybody the same. I'm not treating anybody differently based off of where they work or what they do. It doesn't matter to me. And I'm also not treating their girlfriends any differently. I barely remember their names. And that's what I'm gonna do at this wedding. I'm gonna be sitting around people that I've probably seen for the last decade. Uh, that I've run into at barbecues and birthdays and other type of ceremonies and whatever. And if people told me to go around the wedding and tell you what people do for a living, I could probably get one out of uh, 50 of them. But <laughs> if they all had to point at me and say, what does he do? They, they would know. Jules, Julian out in Oakland, not Oakland, California, Oakland, New Jersey. What's up, <laughs> man? You're back on the fan. Hey, Keith, how's it going? Good to catch up. Uh, I know it's only spring training, but the juices are starting to flow again. we got like less than a month till the season, and it's coming quickly after a long off season. Yeah, it feels good to be back, man. It's March. I'm going down there in now three weeks, and I'm going for the end of it just to catch John Sterling and Susan Waldman and, uh, you know, our WFAN folks. But it's just it's just great to be back because last year sucked, and, and the offseason seems long, especially when you don't make the postseason. And, man, it's, it's just great to uh, have another season upon us. Yeah, looks like there's some new energy. I know it's only spring training, but Juan Soto gets a big home run right away on the scoreboard to the opposite field, and he hits a double. He looks like he's spinning really great, and the pitching's been pretty decent. We'll get our first look at Cole on the field tomorrow, so that'll be cool. We know he's going to bring it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's Juan Soto, bro. That's why I just keep telling people Juan Soto is going to fit in anywhere and everywhere. Um <laughs> 
Juan Soto is going to bat wherever and hit, and he's his his at bats are fun to watch. We watched a lot of boring at bats. His at bats are fun to watch. So I'm I'm pumped for this season. It's it's going to be great. Yeah, there's the whole new energy. Marcus Stroman's bringing a good energy too. He was on the split squad, so no one really watched him the other day. But it'll be cool to see him with everyone. And um, I really think the pitching is good. I know there's a lot of Blake Snell chatter still. I think it's probably a done deal at this point, although he's still out there. So I guess you can never rule it out. But it's all right if they don't get him. You can always reassess the deadline if it's needed. Got to see Clayton Beater today. Uh, Will Warren, Chase Hampton, and Luis Heal, and Luke Weaver. We have we have our starting five of Garrett Cole, Carlos Rodon, Marcus Stroman, Nestor Cortez, and Clark Schmidt. And then we have the backup five of Luis Heal, Will Warren, Chase Hampton, Clayton Beater, and uh, I'm blanking now, uh, Luke Weaver. Yeah, and I love seeing all the kids pitch. Hampton had a nice inning the other day. Beater was pretty solid today. Will Warren was good, too. And um, I think the prospects are going to really make an impact this year. Maybe even Spencer Jones. We'll see. I know there's a lot of outfielders, but he's already turning heads. Yeah, hopefully nobody gets hurt. And then we won't need to see Spencer Jones this year. I hope they just keep letting him work and marinate and be calm. And uh, he is a good insurance play in case Soto goes anywhere else. Yeah, for sure. And I think the bullpen will be fine, too. It always is. Um, I, I heard you talking about the 94 over-under. Definitely got to go over on that. I'm feeling pretty good. Hundreds would be nice. Maybe like high 90s. Um the division's going to be tough with Baltimore and still can't count Tampa and Toronto. So it's going to be fun to see what happens out there. Yeah, man, I, I can't wait. You, are you down there or you went down and came back already? No, I didn't go yet. I don't know. Maybe in March, but it's undecided right now. I normally would do the February week, but it didn't happen this year. Yeah, the workouts are always great. I'm going this year till the end. Uh, and, and I'm pumped for that. It's just going to be warm. It's going to be cool. I'll probably be able to jump on the broadcast with John and Susan or Susan and Ricky Ricardo or Emmanuel or Justin Shackler, one of them. So looking forward to it, man. Hit me up when you want to go to the stadium. We'll definitely catch some games this year. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for taking my call. Cheers to a new year. Yes, sir. Keeping it rolling. I'm not going to say the number. I've got 10 minutes. Let's see if I can get through my last three calls. Max is in Chicago on the fan in New York. Hey, how you doing, Keith? Good, good. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, love your show. I'm a dire Yankee fan, and I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, this Yankees rotation, see, the thing here is that we all know it's full of question marks, but I think there's people that are still putting out there, yeah, we got to go get Snell, we got to give we should have traded for Carbon Burns, you know, all the stuff out there. But I don't know, this Carl Zahn, you go back before he was injured. He was a Cy Young contender, and Marcus Stone made the All-Star, too. So it's not like we have a, we have, we have a top-five rotation guys, right now. If guys perform to the better side of what they've been, right, and not the opposite size, if, guy, if guys are, are – if guys give us 80% of what we know they could be, this rotation is one of the better rotations in baseball. Yeah, and, and that, that's exactly what the trade deadline was made for. They don't perform – you got to trade them. But and that's what I've been saying. I season. believe they need a 1B to Garrett Cole's 1A. Maybe one of these guys will emerge during the season, but if they don't, you make a trade by July 30th and you give up whoever it is so that you go into October with a game one and two starter that you feel confident in, and then you figure the rest out with Rodon, Stroman, Nestor. 
Maybe even and Clark. The, yeah. Um, but uh, this, this bullpen looks like the Yankees always do good with their bullpen. The lineup's obviously great. And the only thing I have a problem with is if Aaron Boone messes us up again this year. <laughs> it's going to be too hard for him to mess us up. There's nothing to mess up. I don't think Boone messed mess these guys up. Injuries mess the Yankees up. Better not, but the Yankees are don't. always hurt, man. The, the injuries messed them up. That derails if you got, if everything. You got, if you got five guys over thirty, then you, you're going to have injuries. It's a fact. Well, now they got some young guys in the mix like Volpe and Dominguez and Wells, and I, I think yeah, they're going to be. Hopefully, that perform. Volpe's maybe going to take. Um, hopefully, going to take his big step forward. Volpe's this year. already looked pretty good in spring. I know he looked good last year in spring, but I think he's matured through that first season. Yeah, and and the, the, the average is down from the beginning of the season. Hopefully, they'll get a bigger jump. At the beginning of this year, yeah, and, I, I got him hitting above two thirty this year. Yeah, hopefully that that works out. It just that there's going to be injuries. The question is if people can step up in. Yes, instead of they have done the work. Coaching. Where the fill-ins are not going to be spring training invites. They're not going to be journeymen. The bench is going to be solid this year. The Yankees. Uh, I, if they stay healthy, it's an all-in year. It's a must-win year. I'm ready to go. I think they'll be good. Thanks for the call, Max. Let's go to Chris in Burton County. What's up, Chris? What's going on, eh? You know, bringing it, bringing it home, man. Glad you were able to call. Uh, hopefully my show lined up good for your schedule. <laughs> Yo, last night, I, I know you, you saw that DM. I yeah, my condolences, man. Yo, I seriously, I listened to you and was done. I was out like a light. It was beautiful. Good, good. I mean... I can't wait to go to sleep, but I, I like when people say that, like, uh, you know, Sandy, who is friends with Jules that calls, she's like, you're my bedtime stories. I like when you talk about sports and you tell your stories. She's like, I wake up in the morning and uh, the morning show will be on or something. And I'm like, yeah, she she said she falls asleep to my voice. I'm like, great. I'm glad to be that for you. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's cool. You, your sister's up here, too. I know you said you, the other day you, you got to get out there to see her and stuff like that, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's um, she's up here. She's uh, you know, doing an event in the city. So I'm. She flew in Wednesday. She's staying with my mom. I'm gonna drive down and get her uh, tomorrow morning. Well, it's already tomorrow morning. I'm gonna be driving down to get her in like eight hours. <laughs> in our world, this is Friday. In our world, it's Saturday. Um, and but anyway, uh, I don't know. I know you probably don't listen to too much of the uh, Met spring training stuff, but the other day, I want to say it was Tuesday. They had uh, Murph on, and he was, he was talking about, you know, uh, hitting styles and, you know, when people get on, what you're what you're looking at, where you're going with the ball, and this and that, and, like, how much of a lost art it really is. Mm-hmm. And, like, guys really don't, like, at the one point, while they're talking about it, somebody hits a double or it's standing on second, and he's like, all right, you know, I'm looking, you know, if I'm at bat, I'm looking to push his ball you know, I'm looking for a double, or I'm looking to go to right-hand side of the field. That's where I want to go. And he's like, you know, a lot of guys get up there with their approach, and they don't even think that. He goes, and to be honest with you, he goes, they don't even teach this stuff anymore. He goes, it's all up to you. Yeah. And it was just. An advantage just goes to the pitcher in that case. That they were having about how, you know, guys just go up there, and everybody is conditioned to. Hit that long ball. Yeah. Hope for a fastball, sit fastball, and hope that you can swing out of your shoes and hit it out. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I I did a podcast today where I was giving Glaber Torres credit 
because early on in spring training, I've seen Glaber Torres focus on his situational hitting. What do I need here? We have a runner on third. I just got to slap a single through. I just got to get a, a, a sack fly here. You know, I just got to move the runner. And that's what you should be doing in spring training when these numbers don't count. Like, put yourself in a game situation, right? We need to score here. What am I looking to do with what kind of pitch I'm going to get? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we're back to it. We're, we're going to be doing this every night. We're going to be analyzing guys at bats and why they didn't do this and why they didn't bunt or why they didn't move Absolutely. the run. Absolutely. I can't wait. <laughs> Uh, I know. I know you don't check your uh, your Insta DMs too too often. But no, I got them turned <laughs> off because I I was getting some really uh, negative nasty stuff on there well, when I first started well, on the fan. Maybe I'll turn them back on because I know there's some people that are say, positive. But like when I first came on the fan, some of the stuff I was reading that people were, thought they could just get off saying to me, I'm like, I just I can't because I will respond uh, and then they can screenshot be- this and be like, this is what Keith McPherson said. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, but actually, go on, open them up just for just a night. Grab the one that I sent you. Uh, has uh, phenomenal numbers about Tony Gwynn and his strikeout rates. Oh yeah, versus, Tony Gwynn is another guy that doesn't get talked about guys. enough. Ridiculous. No. Ridiculous hitter. No, it was ridiculous numbers. Ridiculous. Gone too <laughs> soon because if if he would have lived longer, we would have been able to just interview him and have him talk baseball, and and that is how his story and legend would have would have grown greater but thanks for the call chris i'm running out of time michael's in staten island or on staten island and last up on the fan hey keith how are you good man bringing it home another one in the books i made it through i'm glad to be the main event of this uh (laughs) this show i am a wrestling fan as well and i'm getting ready for WrestleMania. but i'm calling about the new york match i've been a Mets fan for 37 years or should i say a suffering one they believe, right? You just missed the World Series? Yes, sir. I was born in 1987. Even, even at my wedding, I thank my parents for uh, having me the year after in a sarcastic <laughs> way. You know, I would love I mean, to like, see their face. They were just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we saw it. Are uh, they Mets well, fans? Oh, yeah, but my mother goes, you were in my stomach, and I yelled, that don't count the ball. So... Went through Bill Buckner's uh, leg, <laughs> you know. But you know, you know. I look back and everything. You know, had the '99 NL NL uh, ES 2000 World Series, the 15 the World Series, and I feel like there's been a big like problem still with the New York Mets to this day is the bullpen, and that's what I'm very I'm concerned about for this season. You know, I feel like if our hitting is good, if Marte, Lindor, and Alonso are healthy. We can get some bad, but there's an old saying by Mookie. He once said, so she's from that 86 NLC. He, he has it. Good pitching beats. He's hitting. And that's what I'm concerned about with the New York Mets this year. I, I, think, hold up. I think the only way from that bullpen you had last year is up. I think this bullpen is going to be much improved. I watched the Mets last year, and it was just like, pick a guy to come out of the bullpen and blow the game. And Edwin Diaz being back... I think he's going to jog some people's memories about how dominant he is and how dirty his stuff is. Like, this is a guy that you can deploy in the eighth inning, and if the Mets find ways to hit and have a lead and then hand the ball over to just a couple guys in the bullpen that can get it done and then they get to Edwin Diaz, that's the formula to win games. That's why they couldn't win some games last year because they were blowing it before they even got a chance 
for a save. Like, even when D-Rob was at his best, like, it's different having Edwin Diaz. I think if you're worried about the bullpen this year, this is the year that they improved from last year for sure. And I think David Stearns obviously went into the offseason with that in mind. Like, we got to bring in some guys here that can do some things, and I think they will. That's all I've got. CeeLo's coming up next. I have to figure out how to sleep tonight and during the day tomorrow so that I can rock a five-hour KM to AM, 7 p.m. to midnight to take us from Friday ending the week into Saturday. I won't have a Saturday or Sunday show because I have weddings and uh, shopping and uh, dad-husband responsibilities to do Saturday and Sunday. But I appreciate y'all. Thanks for rocking with me. Stay tuned. Chris Presti's coming up next. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.